0: Oops, fumbling with the cap Oh my god, (laughs) leave the cap off, dude Nah, I like having the cap on
1: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Andrew and Chris I'm Andrew And I'm Chris And today, we've got just one of the nicest dudes I think I've ever had the pleasure of speaking to Uh, Dom from Broadside Just, wow, what a guy Yeah, he can't read He he can't read with a K But we all know that's a joke, he's actually a That's the
0: joke He's actually a very articulate and um, well-composed person,
1: and it was great to talk to him. Oh, I mean, listen, I've had almost no uh, you know, interaction with him before today's episode, and I consider him a good friend now. After an hour of talking to him, he just made me feel so welcome Yeah, on my own show.
0: That's the thing I feel like we've been learning with this kind of show is, you know, I think every intro is going to be the same, relatively us always talking about how great the guest we just talked to was.
1: Right because so far they've all been great
0: listen we only have great guests I mean
1: mean, if that's something that bothers you I'm sorry but it's probably not going to change
0: unsubscribe no
1: I'm just kidding please don't do
0: that (laughs) actually that leads me to my next point Um, if you could like subscribe follow whatever your preferred platform allows you to do leave a review that'd be something that is super helpful and prayer hands appreciated that is something that's going to allow us to keep growing as a podcast, moving up the charts, if we're even on the charts. I hope we are. Who knows? Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, I think that uh, so far, thank you guys so much for the support. This has been really awesome. We, we truly, truly appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And if uh, you guys want another way to reach out to us, we've got all the social medias. We've got an email. It's talking with Andrew and Chris, T-A-L-K-I-N, no g at gmail.com, and also the same thing on Twitter and Instagram. So follow us and hit us up. We'll hit you back.
0: Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much about this episode. I think this is one that you just kind of have to get right into. Absolutely. So, so although Dom, I guess you would say, is most known for being in the band Broadside, we're going to start off this episode with the tune from what I, would, I believe is a hidden gem of the indie rock world, his, uh, his other band, Coyote Theory.
2: As soon as you close your eyes
0: We have, I think this this episode might mean the most to me so far. It's someone that I've known for, I would say, the entirety of my professional pursuit of the music industry. Um, this dude and I go way, way back to uh, punk touring, DIY, sleeping on people's couches, floors, mm. Walmart parking lots, whatever, Oof. whatever you might have. Um, <laughs> and now he's doing some pretty cool stuff, which I am very excited to let him tell tell you all about. Uh, this is my good longtime friend, good good longtime friend Dom of Broadside. What's up, man?
3: Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Doing, doing great, <laughs> man. Yeah,
1: we're excited to have you
3: on. Yeah, I still sleep in uh Walmart parking lots sometimes just so you know. But uh, <laughs> it feels like home, you know?
1: Yeah, it's great. It's great.
3: 24-hour restroom, you can't beat yeah. it. I mean, I mean, it's, they're it's, asking it's, people to stay there. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's it's hard to compete.
0: True. True. No, um that's been happening a lot. Me and it Andrew been have been happening. saying a lot of the same words at the same time. Uh, I, I guess that will happen as you spend a lot of time with someone.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm like forced it. Forced so. to hang out
3: a lot, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's great. You guys have you guys have a good connection, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, both of our names are in the title, so I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but so, Dom, I guess just, just jumping into it, what's been going on lately, man? How have you been?
3: I've been good. Um, I have really just been, honestly hanging out having a bit of a vacation uh we got home uh like mid-december and uh so like i'm still like a month ago and i've just been hanging out i don't have a job currently so i've just been playing a lot of Fortnite, hanging with my friends cooking some food yeah yeah i'm really bad at it but oh me too
1: i refuse to learn how to build
3: yeah, but I can't stop playing for some reason. It's it's outrageous. Do
0: you use <laughs> Builder Pro
1: or are you on the OG shit?
3: Builder Pro all the way. Yeah, you have to
1: use Builder Pro, but I still I, don't want to build.
3: No, so when I first started playing, I was playing the the default way that it tries to make you play, where you have to cycle through all the building stuff. Yep. And I just couldn't I couldn't figure out how everyone was building like entire castles around me, and then someone was, someone at work said something about Builder Pro. And I think that it's very rude that that's not the default mode, honestly. Yeah,
1: it's honestly kind of messed it up. What are you?
3: Yeah. What are you playing? PC, <laughs> console? No, I have an Xbox. Xbox, oh, I feel like. Yeah. Dude, well, let me
1: get your gamer tag after this. I mean, either way, yeah. Fortnite's cross-platform. We could all play.
3: Yeah, it is. Oh,
0: that is true. I didn't even, yeah. didn't even take that into account. But uh, it's yeah. funny... You say that about the building, because while we were just on lunch break before, Tristan said to me, he said, Chris describes
1: the way I play Fortnite perfectly. What, what did you say, Tristan? You said... It was, um, it was like, uh, you know, we're playing and I'll turn around for two seconds and I look back at you and you've already built an entire fortress. And I'm just there with one, <laughs> one fucking plank that goes Yeah, like, <laughs> you got the stairs.
3: You <laughs> just got one wall and maybe a ramp. And also, it's been halfway shot down by another team.
1: And I'm just like, how do I put a fucking window in this wall? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The
0: editing is is a bit annoying. Yeah, easy for um, UT. to, to be honest with you, I've I haven't really been gaming that much. I mean, I keep up appearances in a game called Elder Scrolls Online.
4: Oh, of
1: course. <laughs> well, he's um, he's known on the Xbox servers on Elder Scrolls Online, so he has to out. log in. A couple I'm times. I'm known
0: with the people. Okay, so I'm known with the the people I run with are known. I think I just offer some humor to the party and comedy, and so they keep <laughs> me around. And I've actually right. met some of those people in real life since, like when when we stayed with one of them on tour like two summers ago. It was pretty funny.
4: Oh, but, that's awesome. Um,
0: yeah, so I got some deep roots in the Xbox, so I can respect taking some time off
1: and just relaxing and yeah. turning on the console. Yeah, I'm a PlayStation kid for my for, forever,
3: so. Did you ever play any of the uh, Uncharted games?
1: Yeah, I bought the collection, and I tried the first one, and it just, like, as much as the climbing looks really cool, it's like, <laughs> how long can I just hold up on the stick and watch this dude do really cool acrobatic stuff? And so I'm like, you know what? I might as well just, like, watch Indiana Jones.
3: Right, it is like Indiana Jones meets National Treasure, the yeah, video game. because
1: it's not a bad game, but it's like, I had just finished The Last of Us, and it just felt like an arcade uh, comic book version of The Last of Us. I was like, I just can't take this seriously.
3: I will say the, the most recent Uncharted game, uh, they really stepped up everything. I've heard. But, but it is hard. You can't really go to it from The Last of Us. That game is a masterpiece.
1: I Thank you. I know. I've never,
3: <laughs> never
0: played either, it's, it's amazing.
3: Dude, I mean, you're watching video games, just watch someone play it.
0: True, Dom. I've, I've recently realized about myself that I'm great at, like, a select style of video game. So, like, Halo, I might be one of the better people you know. I'm not going to say I'm the best, because there are people that okay. are ten times better than me, but you'd want me on your team, you know what I'm right. saying? I can attest oh, I to that, you. absolutely. And, okay. and I'm a little upset, because if Fortnite didn't have building, I'd be right there. <laughs> but, you know, with all these story games that I, I like to spend money on and, and not see half of the value back on, it's like I could just watch someone play it, do everything I want to do in that game, get the story and not spend my money on it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've okay. become a full millennial. I used to bash <laughs> Twitch and now I, like, I, got, I got my categories for what kind of games they're playing yeah, and yeah. all that type of stuff. It's, it's insane, dude. Do you, do you stream or anything? No, um
1: that's Chris is, actually... tri- Chris is trying to get me to stream because I play more than he does, but I okay. don't think I'm good enough.
0: No, you are. And th- it's not about being good. The people I watch yeah, aren't good. They're just they can captivate. Entertaining. An exactly.
3: Yeah, you just gotta be entertaining.
1: Yeah, I guess. I'm I'm giving it a shot now, I guess. <laughs> no, you're gonna I mean <laughs> yeah. you've said it publicly on the show, so I think you oh, have well, to. Well now I have to. <laughs> no, T, I'm not buying your PC. Sweet T wants uh he's been trying to sell his computer for a minute. Yeah. Andrew doesn't have I'm a PlayStation kid, sweet T forever
0: but uh no man that, that's cool i mean so how was the tour it was your guys first headliner right full first. right and uh, right. it seemed like it went really well
3: it did it did I, I honestly i'm surprised at how well it did i mean it did so good that i couldn't even i couldn't even get you into the the new york show it sold out <laughs> it, congrats it, on it that that's out. fucking yeah i love brag.
0: seeing that dude
3: yeah it was awesome um it was it was cool there was we had some really uh, surprising shows, honestly. Uh, I think we had uh, four or five sold out shows in a row. That's um, awesome, Congrats. which was which was really cool. And there was a few other ones sprinkled in, but when we got to the East Coast, it was it was sold out, sold out, sold out. And the, it was the uh, East
1: Coast is just like no other place.
3: Oh, East Coast! I'll say this publicly. Uh, I've been refraining from tweeting about it because people seem to get mad when I. Tweet my strong opinions, but East Coast is the best coast when it comes to music. Absolutely, uh, West Coast is is fine, but I don't I don't know. There's it's just, just like, something. Uh, West Coast, you
1: have like maybe four lucrative markets that are different markets, and then on the and, East Coast, you've got like a hundred,
3: <laughs> and they're all right next to each other. And they're other. all so, right next to each other. It's so easy to just tour the East Coast continually. I'm and, sure bands yeah, make just, a living off it. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. We could, we could if we just stuck to I the do, east coast.
0: You ever heard of uh, Badfish, the Sublime tribute band?
3: No, oh, of course they play in Orlando all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they do. I east never coast. see tour flyers yeah. anywhere else but the east coast. I mean, I'm probably terribly wrong in saying that, <laughs> but I mean that that could be an example of that. They, but
3: I mean, maybe I'll have to look it up after this. But
0: what was uh, what was the best show, or at least oh, your personal favorite?
3: I mean, no, I, I it, it, we we talked about this on the tour as a package uh the whole package i think collectively agreed that worcester mass was it just blew it just blew everybody's expectations always a good spot out of the so so we played it um the show was originally booked at the palladium upstairs which is like a 500 cap room and it sold out uh over a month in advance Wow. And yeah, and so the promoters hit up, you know, the agents or whoever the book, the bookers and and said, "Hey, we want to move this to the bigger room downstairs, which is something like if they if it's just the bottom floor, they don't open up the balcony. It's like fifteen hundred, right? People, and uh, or it could be twelve. It's either twelve or fifteen, and we are all very skeptical because going from five hundred to let's say twelve hundred is absurd you know yes. that's that's if, if if you only sell 20 more tickets it, the room's gonna look dumb yeah yeah um but they were really the, the the people who booked the show were really uh pushing us to move it because they said they were selling something like anywhere from 20 to 40 tickets like per day and uh you know a month left of sales they said that they could you know get another few hundred people in and we ended up having something like 900 something people there so wow that's awesome uh yeah yeah the (laughs) show the show is just it was actually unreal all the crowd gave it full energy for all the bands i don't know if you guys have ever been to the palladium but it's a really cool venue it's like a big theater um, Not personally, no. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And then just from a from a, a touring standpoint, there's four levels of green rooms, <laughs> what? which was well, yeah. <laughs> well so, you're so saying
1: I, there's four levels of green rooms at the Palladium, or in your mind there are
3: four levels of green rooms. No, no, there's at the, sorry, yeah, at the Palladium <laughs> there's there's actually four floors of uh, green rooms, and they all had bathrooms. Wow. Um. So yeah, it was it That's was how you just, do it. It was just insane, and then on the top floor, the bathroom on the top floor had a ladder that led to this really creepy attic crawl space where apparently some lady hung herself, and it's super haunted, and oh, oh wow. it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool venue. You guys should That's check it out. I mean,
1: I definitely saw at least like eight people uh, at that show on their Instagram story just being like, this is amazing, so. Yeah. Definitely it looked rowdy. It
3: looked...
0: Yeah, was that it, also the final show of the tour?
3: No, and I, you know, it wasn't. I still think we had like another, oh, I don't even know, like another few weeks um, after that. And oh, really? I, how
0: long was that?
3: It we, um, the month. Oh, you know, the tour itself was about a month, but with travel because it started in California and ended in California. So with like uh, rehearsal and travel, like I right, personally, right. I personally was gone for almost two months. Um, which was just outrageous, but, um, that was on the 1st of December. And so, so we still had another two weeks after that.
0: How was the weather? Did it, did it hold up for you guys or?
3: Um, yeah, actually we were pretty lucky. We hit, we hit a lot of cold, but it actually, I think only snowed one day and I think it was an off day. So we didn't even have to really deal with it. Um, so that's the it was dream. Pretty, yeah, it was awesome. We didn't actually have to drive in the snow through the mountains or anything, which we did uh, earlier this year, which is always scary, especially me, especially me and a couple of the other guys being from Florida. Um, <laughs> it's just you know we don't get to practice driving in the snow.
1: That's true. That
3: that much. So it's It's, 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 always, a, it's second it's, nature. For yeah, us. it became and, so. Yeah.
1: It was. I was in Georgia one time and we had a show and we were staying in our hotel and then there was like a i don't know if it was a snowstorm or if it just rained and then it froze but there was ice all over the ground so they had to postpone uh, the show i was like there's not even an inch of ice like how do you guys <laughs> how are you guys not prepared to deal with it? just pour some salt on the ground they just didn't have it and the show was postponed two more times and then finally just canceled and we were trapped in our hotel for like 3 days i was like uh, what is going on it's not even sucks. that cold outside
3: if uh i mean if that happened in florida i think the state would shut down honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i
0: don't doubt it yeah, no that reminds me of um a time that we were we were traveling through Seattle. We were or we were traveling to Seattle. We were coming from the top of the state coming down to uh, where Seattle's located. I don't know geography, whatever. You know, we were traveling <laughs> downwards yeah, towards tough, Seattle. If you're okay, looking at a map, we're going south.
3: Yeah, and yeah, um,
0: yeah. we're on what would have been a very beautiful movie-esque highway, but instead it was a blizzard that came out of nowhere on the very southern portion of the state, <laughs> so we were told, and they could not handle it. So I, I woke up to people saying, Ronnie, 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 Ronnie. And I was like, what's going on? And I look out my window and it's like, we're driving past 13, 14 wheelers that are flipped over on the Holy side shit. of ditches oh my God. and oh my we were God. just like there's no way but going down you're not you know you got to keep the pace we just pulled off at a denny's and waited it out like three hours that's so the smartest that denny's the smartest is the move. spot to hold out though that's, yeah, yeah you lucked sure. out i'm glad yeah. that you guys didn't get caught in anything like that because us yes. being from new york and experience that was that still is a very vivid, i mean even being memory. from new
1: york i remember driving like one of those 16 passenger vans with a full trailer behind it in a blizzard in Chicago, where I couldn't see the lines on the road, and even uh, even though I quote unquote can drive in the snow, uh, it doesn't really prepare you for driving on a road where you have no lines and everyone else is driving on no lines, and you're just like, I don't want to die. So, it's right. kind of scary. Yeah, a hundred percent.
3: Chris, Chris, you remember uh, Chris Crownover, uh, Old oh, Again's yeah. other guitar player? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we had we had uh, Old Again's first full U.S. tour. In like 2014, and it was following. I don't know if you guys remember hearing about the polar vortex or something, whatever that was called. Sounds I don't know if that happens. Vaguely
1: familiar. I don't what? know
3: if that happens frequently, but it definitely happened in the winter of 2014. And our tour was following it. It was us and uh, Firestarter. And oh, um, I remember that tour, True. Yeah. yeah, we were we were driving. Dude, Matt uh,
0: LePerech, great dude. Side note. <laughs>
3: So, we we uh, were driving um, on a mountain, probably on the West Coast. Honestly, it might have been going uh, from Portland into California. And uh, it was the middle of the night and it was Chris and I uh, driving and co-piloting and everyone else was asleep and it was snowing so bad that we were we could not see the road ahead of us, and you know, up in those mountains, there's no street lights or anything, nope. and we actually we actually thought that maybe we were going to drive off the the side of this mountain that we were on, and nobody would ever find us and it was uh it was really scary. yeah, it really it was,
1: really makes you think about what's important in life when yeah. you think about never being found
3: like <laughs> s- summer summer tours. Uh, and winter tours are maybe winter tour is not that important you know yeah maybe we waited out yeah
0: see that's the thing that I think a lot of people um, don't really take into consideration when they're just like oh yeah of course everything's great for them right now like they're you know they're they're touring they're they're living their dream but it's like there's a lot of things that can go wrong at any moment you're always on the road you're inevitably going to get tired even if you guys have good shifts like that you know you're
3: always oh, tired yeah. on tour like how much yeah.
0: more refreshed do you feel right now after x amount of weeks at home than you yeah. probably did the whole tour right
3: the whole i mean i was i was tired my entire life on that tour on every tour <laughs> i mean pretty much honestly let me if i'm going to be honest with you even uh on warp tour we had a driver because we had a bandwagon so uh, we weren't driving that ourselves um, and I still was exhausted, and we had yeah. bunks and you know like our own little space so it's it 's tiring going on tour, especially well, yeah
0: that 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 makes sense, but i 've heard that warp tour is especially rigorous um i 'd love to hear a little bit about your experience, like being on the final fan 's warp tour, you know like what, oh, what was that like and and what kind of toll does that take on someone
3: um it may be okay so here 's the thing warp tour was one of the hardest tours that I think. I've personally ever done, but it was also the most fun period that I've ever had on tour ever. And it might have ruined all tours for me going forward. Cause it was, it was just, it was, it's a different experience. Um, but you do, especially a band at our level, um, at broadside's level, we had to put in a lot of work. So we were on the stage called the alley FM stage, which out of the Six stages, I think there were. We we are like the uh, second smallest stage. We we're like technically like the breakout artist stage. You know, that's what it was like, uh, uh, not officially classified as. Um, right. But on that stage, uh, you ha- and I don't know how this goes for all the like the monster stages or the main stages. Um, but you have to be at the stage at eight a.m to help set up the stage and unload the semi truck with all of the gear and all the, like the PAs and everything and the soundboard and all the bands, uh, like all the bands keep their gear on this, on this, uh, semi truck. And they request that, you know, at least, at least two guys or, or two, two band members from every band, um, be there at 8am and you just know that's not how it worked. You know, it was, (laughs) it was, it was, it was, it was was maybe one person from like five of the bands, you know? Who was Um, even getting there at 8am? I was there every morning. We I was there every single morning. Wow. um, That sounds about right. You're a good dude. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to, I wanted to live the full, the full Warped Tour experience, you know? Um, But you know, so so the buses had to be parked around seven thirty, and uh, that gives you time to kind of wake up and wander over to wherever your stage was set up that day, and um, then you'd just all hands on deck, start unloading everything, setting up all the tents behind the stages, which I'm sure you guys have seen, and just putting you know all the gears labeled so so like all the broadside gear goes under broadside's tent, all grayscale gear went under. Their tent and and whatnot, and uh, it was it's it's sweaty, you know, lifting lifting stuff, and yeah,
1: that's an understatement.
3: Yeah, and then uh, it was awesome though. I mean, it wasn't it 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 kept me in shape. I got to be honest. So okay, now yeah. I,
0: I I do my research for these things, and I remember researching your Instagram very heavily <laughs> okay. to, uh, in preparation
3: for this episode. Yeah, he's
1: not lying,
0: and and you made it a point. I feel to wear jeans during oh, the I, tour.
3: I right? did. I did. Yeah, how is that, <laughs> that how was that experience? So, okay, so here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. I started out wearing shorts, but then I couldn't I there was something going on. I I couldn't find my shorts one day, so I was just I just wore my pants. And then it was something like I saw my I saw a picture that someone took of me, uh, that our photographer took of me. And I thought, wow, I look so cool in pants. <laughs> so <laughs> so I uh, just made it a point to wear pants for the rest of the tour. And it was not that bad. I, I think I'm stronger because of it.
1: Honestly, I respect it because I feel like I would do the same thing. I'd be like, listen, yeah. I can wear shorts all day for the 30 minutes I'm on stage. I want to look cool. People are taking That's, pictures and videos.
3: I want to look good. That is exactly what I did. I stayed in my swim shorts uh, You know, when I woke up all the way – until we played and then i changed like like i like i actually changed you know behind like in the tent behind the stage <laughs> yeah,
1: there you
4: and
3: go. and then uh and then i would change after we packed up and whatnot so
1: i mean when you look good you feel good
3: yeah <sighs> amen
0: me i'm breaking dress code 10 times okay. out of 10 oh chris i'm, I'm tossing dress on code. shorts i'm wearing my lightest my my lightest weighted t shirt, like you know, the highest thread count. I'm just He's wearing I'm out sneakers, there. he's not
1: putting on no fancy yeah. boots or whatever. Yeah, I'm breaking nah. dress
0: code. If we ever get lucky enough to do something like that, I'm done. That's it. Yeah, Coachella, you're you're done. See though. you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> forget See, it.
3: I, I, I thought the same I thought the same thing, but I don't know, I just felt like it well so so we wore uh we had like stage shirts over the summer where we all wore not very original, but to kinda go along with like the Paradise album theme, we right. wore uh Hawaiian shirts. The same look, ones. they looked great. And
0: when you said you wore your surf shorts, I was gonna say you can get away with it because of the theme of the new album. No.
3: I right and I I so and that's True. exactly exactly what I was thinking but I just looked so much cooler in the pants. <laughs> I just looked I just looked awesome.
1: Well, here's a question. I could was attest. was everyone else in the band wearing pants? Uh they were uh cowards, so no.
4: Um, <laughs> so you no, were the they, only like, one? <laughs> no, no so that, so yeah.
3: like uh there was a couple days where Pat and uh, I think Dorian wore pants one day. Jeff never, Jeff never wore pants. I think he actually ended up taking his shirt off maybe a couple times. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Jeff's the drummer, so uh, you know that's yeah, I that's, I that's too much to ask.
1: Honestly, yeah, I was gonna say like wearing jeans as a Warped Tour drummer,
3: like that. Well, you might even, be crazy. Even on this past this winter tour, he he wore shorts every day, and it was cold. It's just, yeah
0: sounds like I a mean, drummer. You know, while I think you guys do dabble in pop quite a bit, you still have that punk element, so I think it makes sense as a drummer to want to have maybe that mobility, right? right there might be the like comfort, a um, yeah. there might yeah, be a performance and- aspect to being taken into consideration there.
3: But no, again, I we don't know def- sure. <laughs> I mean, he has he has he has fancy drum shoes and everything. He's he's oh, got it. Wow. Oh, I didn't even oh, know they made those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I forget what they're called. Um, but he has fancy drum shoes, he has drum shorts. He is a uh, Well,
1: wow, what does he do? Play the drums?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's 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 good. I mean, it works for him, so. True. Don't but, fix what ain't broke. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh I was consistently the only one who wore jeans. Uh, I think Pat wore them second most, and I don't know about the rest. I don't remember.
0: Well, Pat is sort of becoming a polarizing figure in his own right. You know, like I think <laughs> Pat is just on a wave that, like, he surpassed jeans. He knows what the next thing is, and he's the step ahead of that. You, right. know? you know, like that's, that's how right. I would
1: describe I mean, it. listen, um, I didn't think that I was going to go see a pop punk band's last show and see the bass player wearing an Adidas tracksuit. So, right. He's talking about your old again yeah. um, farewell
3: show and. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, he did! Yeah, yeah that Pat, was one of the Pat, coolest
1: things I thought I saw that
3: day. Yeah, you know, it's hard as fuck. Pat is—he's uh, an innovator for he's sure. A fashionista, he really is. He—he um, he wears really cool sunglasses, which I know is maybe a smaller scale of fashion, but they really are nice.
1: I mean, it, you obviously notice, so it's well, it's I, doing I, something.
3: I took a well, he, uh, I. He gifted me a pair of sunglasses a few years ago uh, because I kept on taking them from him, and he said, "Do you just want them?" I was, I was gonna like, say the, that back and forth <laughs> in your voice kind of alluded to not so much of a gift. <laughs> well, it was it was kind of he he gifted them to me because a few years prior to that he uh, broke a pair of my favorite sunglasses, and mm. he felt really bad about it, and I never let him forget about it. You should. So uh, no, I didn't. I didn't, and so so. So he eventually just gave me the the pair that I liked. So
0: very cool.
1: Well, good and, on him. And, Shout out um, to Pat.
0: I, I can tell you guys have a, a nice a nice little friendship going, which I think is so cool considering where you guys both started playing together. Um and with that with that being said, Dom, um, you know, you've been playing music for a very long time. Would you mind taking us back to sort of the beginning? Maybe what first piqued your interest about music and, and how you got into this whole realm of like punk rock and whatnot?
3: Well, okay, yeah. Um I guess. So my parents bought me like a, an acoustic guitar. I think I must've been like five and I hated it. I, well, cause I was five, you know, what, what am I going to do with a guitar at five years old? I couldn't even fit my fingers, you know, on it. That's how I um, feel now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I, I kind of put it down and then I think when I got, when I was, you know, like middle school, I picked it back up and I started learning you know, some AC/DC songs, some green day songs. Same. Sticks, Those are the know, first sticks. two for me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good way to go. And then I moved to, you know, like rush and I just wanted to start playing more and more. And I started playing with some friends, uh, in my garage and didn't play like shows or anything. We were just playing music. Cause you know, we thought it was cool and covering the Ramones and stuff. And, uh, I think it wasn't until high school when I started playing with some friends and we actually started a band and we had a name and we started playing shows and the DIY scene around Central Florida. And that's actually when I met Pat, side note, uh, because he played in another band in the same scene. And that's when we met and started becoming friends. Fun fact. What, What was like
0: the venue for you guys back then?
3: oh f- uh, churches actually we played in a lot nice. of church churches and community centers and um and then pat and i uh well i guess our band's kind of dissolved and i had well i it's hard to explain i was playing in a bunch of different bands all at once so so like the first band i was playing in was called currents and it was kind of like a melodic you know, hardcore situation very much. If you've ever heard Oceana's album, birth eater, it was like birth eater worship music.
1: Oh, I had um, right. Very yeah. early two
3: thousands. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, we were just worshiping that band cause they're from St. Pete and we love them. Um, yeah, I
0: remember <laughs> when I first met you guys, you were like me and me and tighter thought it, We liked that. band, But we <laughs> thought you guys were like, Titer. yeah, yeah. We, we thought you guys were, Oddly obsessed with that band. Didn't know it was because they were close to you guys, but it seemed like they They, came up a lot.
3: We we made like worship music for them, and um, that band was fun. We we got to play. um, Actually, we opened (laughs) a, a a tour for Hollywood Undead. Asking Alexandria. We came as Romans. Borgor, and this band um, Drugs, if you remember them, we we like oh, so went to the New York
1: date of that. Tour. I went to that. Sh- I went to we that play- tour.
3: So yeah. okay, so we played the Orlando date uh, at Hard Rock, which was awesome. Wow. And um, thought that sounded just- familiar. Yeah, yeah. So so we did that, and then uh, I had started playing in another band that had already been a band for a little bit, but they were my friends. Uh, that was kind of like a like a jazz pop like. Indie Maroon 5 kind of vibe. I'm very that, into that. Yeah, it was uh called... We're going to get
0: to your indie side, Dom.
3: Yeah. It was, <laughs> we're going we're yeah, to well, talk <laughs> about that. Let's okay. finish
0: this first. We are going to have to talk about
3: that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot you actually really liked that music that I sent to you. Um, oh, it's dope. Yeah, and then um, Pat and I started playing in Old Again, and those two bands kind of disappeared because we... old again started doing a lot more as far as the diy touring and the other bands were kind of stagnant um and yeah that's actually how pat and i met broadside because we did a few diy tours with them um and when they started needing new members they just kind of picked pat and i up did did you
0: guys play that show in richmond virginia and the college house show with them
3: which like which it was one? it
0: was the tour we had done together our first tour i forget if it was before we met up with you guys or afterwards but we played a house show in richmond virginia with the broadside
3: it probably
0: I'm wondering what? if that's where you met them or if it was a little later or even earlier i don't know
3: no we met them uh, we we uh booked a tour with them and uh that's how we met them we didn't know them prior to anything oh we, okay yeah, we didn't meet them on tour prior. You just found uh, them
0: online and just sent them the classic Facebook message.
3: Well, actually, we found Brigades. Remember Brigades?
0: Yeah, yeah, Which I do. We
3: found we found Brigades online, and that's who was supposed it was supposed to be us and Brigades. But then they got signed to Pure Noise, and we needed to get another band to fill the spot. <laughs> um, so I think our booking agent at the time, Ryan, um, was friends with them or knew them, so said, "Okay, they'll do it." And um, we've been friends ever since. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. So how did that? How did that come about? You guys sort of um, both joining Broadside. I mean, for for people who don't know, Pat joined first, the right. bass player, and then I would assume that he was a big part in you eventually joining the band.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so um, basically, they parted ways with their bass player, and. Like I said, we had done two tours with them, so everyone was pretty good friends, and they needed someone to play bass for Warp Tour, and it was originally Pat was Pat was really saying that he wasn't going to join because he was really hell bent on making Old Again work, and I was like, "You idiot!" I was like, "This band, <laughs> I was like, Old Again is not doing anything. Broadside is, you know, doing seemingly well, so you should really take the opportunity to." Play with them if they want to keep you around. So, so he did Warp Tour with them, and then I think he did U- UK with them, like almost r- immediately after. And uh, so, yeah, so they asked him to join, and he played with them, I think, for about a year and some change, and then their um, guitar player Niles, who's one of my good friends. Uh, Uh, left the band because he wanted to pursue other things and pat and i were talking one day and he just brought up how they were looking for a guitar player and i was like well uh i know how to play guitar and he said yeah that's why i'm talking to you about this you (laughs) idiot (laughs) (laughs) and and, um so
0: you've actually told me that before
3: yeah in a very similar way yeah so so they uh but they, but they were not sure what route they wanted to go because they had been talking to a couple guys about doing it, um, but none of them were, you know, being very responsive. I guess so. They took me out at, as like a temporary fill-in for the tour we did with Silverstein and Tonight Alive, um, which I was like a year ago now, actually. Yeah, I was at that um, tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was. Yeah. Um,
0: I I, it, was, I walked in. Um, right before you guys played and i saw you play and i felt like a proud like dad or something i was like you this told, is so
3: you, fucking cool you told me you told pat and i that exactly when we when we got off. yeah <laughs>
0: it was crazy i was like no yeah, I'm not way. surprised it was it was just like one of those things where because like you guys are my prime example of why i get up every day you know what i mean like being a good dude and working hard will pay off
3: you were, well, let me tell you, you, you and, and Meridian, the Meridian crew, were my prime example of why I wanted to. You, you guys were such a young band and you made solid music, and you, you know, I, I thought you guys were going to rule the world for, for a little bit.
1: That's funny because Chris now with uh, Sweet T when they're writing songs, they're saying they're gonna take over the world. So I think Chris is really just taking over um, the world. I
0: never say, I never
1: say that. Tristan might tweet it. Uh, all right. <laughs> sweet <laughs> Sweet tea, Sweet T likes to say it, but, but I guess you inspire people to take over the world.
0: But I, I appreciate that,
1: Dom. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all in good I mean taste. It. It's all good, in good, good taste. Good point, sweet T.
0: But but no, I mean that's um that's that's I think to me it's like a very beautiful thing to see. In, in such an industry of like because we grow up in the punk rock world, you know? Like that's that's where you and I came from. Andrew's a bit of a different guy. He toured with the pop band for a long time. So Yeah, I was spoiled. But but he was in a he was in a section of pop where there was good dudes. You know what I mean? Like oh, it yeah. was very rare to be in that realm. So for me, it's like you always hear about like you always hear about like the camaraderie and the brotherhood and punk rock. But like to be completely honest, a select group of people still have Kept in contact with me after like my old band sort of like dissipated and stuff. You being one of them, so it's like mm-hmm. good to see that the hypocrisy isn't one hundred percent to the fullest, you know. And that, right. that's that's totally. why I like you guys, and that's why I always like root for Broadside and anything you guys are a part of.
3: Same, same to you. Thanks, I love man. all the music that you had showed me, uh, the new endeavors that you've been going after. Even though you keep changing, I feel like <laughs> what you're what you're doing. I feel like I get new. A new band name and a new style of like music from you every—I mean, probably like two, twice last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we we speak
0: about this in great length. At yeah, practice. we we had
1: an identity crisis, but we're we're good on that now. I think we've okay.
0: dialed in now. It's all gonna be pop, whatever Perfect. type of pop we stray into. Who knows? But for now, Perfect. It's like you know that EDM dance rock pop type shit. Perfect. So, yeah, we're you know we're That's having good a good stuff. time. That's now, good.
1: So you, you know, you join Broadside, an established band, they're doing stuff, you come along in the middle of them doing stuff, does that, was it like a cohesive kind of thing where you joined in and they're like, hey Dom, get involved, or were you kind of worried about overstepping your boundaries at first, like what was that like? Like in the writing process and all that? Yeah.
3: So very worried about overstepping my process, or my, uh, my, uh, my, you know, boundaries, sorry, yeah. (laughs) I heard you say writing process, uh, very worried about overstepping my boundaries. Um, I think that the first tour, uh, that I did with them earlier, uh, last year, a year ago, I, when, when it came, when the time to get food came up, I don't even think I ever said where I wanted to eat. I just <laughs> followed them because I really just wanted to fit in, you know, seamlessly, totally. um, and put in my own, you know, you know, my, my sense of humor, cause we're all friends. So, so it wasn't like it's not like I was touring with a bunch of people who I had never met before. Mm -hmm. I I was, you know, we're all familiar with each other. Um, but I did want to kind of (laughs) create the illusion that nothing had changed and it was all perfect that I was, you know, a part of this now. Oh, we're all about Um, keeping
1: up illusions.
3: Yeah. 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 But, um, it, it really just worked. It really just worked good. It worked out fine. Um, my opinion has been heard more now that you know the past over the year we had a busy year so i just we're just around each other a lot so i couldn't i couldn't keep my opinions to myself forever so
0: (laughs) yeah no i mean that makes sense especially when you're in such close proximity with with the same people every day as you are when you're traveling and and whatnot Um, right and, and you guys you know running running a business um but, so with that being said, like the writing process, has that been an easy transition to like write with these guys? Because I know Old again was together for quite a while, and I'm sure you guys built up a big chemistry there.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, and it was cool. Old again was cool because it was kind of one of those things where, um, I wrote a lot of the songs and then I would bring them to the guys at practice or in the studio, and we would all build them together. And there was actually a couple of times where we wrote songs completely from scratch just jamming together, which are some of my favorite songs. Um, But uh, we were lucky enough over the summer to have, um, like I said, that bandwagon. So we had one of our friends come out and do front of house and also um, help us demo songs. He works at a studio out in uh, California. His name's Pete. And um, he came out and we were able to kind of bounce around ideas in between, you know, sets and interviews and stuff. So it was, it's been fun. It's been cool for sure.
0: Very cool. That's, that's always good to hear. Now, uh, one thing that I would like to speak about, um, I feel like you're very quiet about it. And I've always personally felt that this side of your, your musical taste, granted, obviously, I go. love the punk rock stuff. You guys are doing extremely well. But I've always felt like you had this like hidden. Um, there was like a mainstream performer headliner of Coachella, like buried inside of you. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he was telling and me like he the... was telling
1: me before we got started. He's like, "Yeah, there's a whole other side to Dom that I feel like could be the biggest band in the world at any moment."
0: Right. Yeah, I've always <laughs> thought that. Yeah, the indie rock man. So where's where's that come from, and what are you doing with it right now?
3: Um, it so so the 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 band that you're referring to, I think, is called Coyote Theory.
0: Right. Yes, it is
3: yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's it was started by a group of my friends um, when they were all in high school, and I was just so on their asses about how much I loved it. And they only had one guitar player because that's kind of the sound they wanted. But I kept on going to them, and I was like, guys. I really think that, you know, another guitar would really just help fill stuff out hint, hint, were, wink. Yeah, and they were like, "No, no, no." And then I kind of gave up on it completely. And then um they approached me and said, "All right, you are you interested in this? You know, you seem to know what you're doing." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um and it's something that I've always loved. There, the the music is just I don't know. There's something about fun like indie pop music that really just gets me going. I was listening to a what was it? It's called Jonas Blue, uh, featuring Joe Jonas. I was listening to that. Like, well, you piqued my interest. I was listening to <laughs> a song. So it's this guy named Jonas Blue who I just heard about this morning, actually. And he and he's kind of like a. I kind of sounded like a hip hop, you know kind of deal but then he had a song featuring Joe Jonas and I cannot remember what it's called but if you google it you'll find it. I think Chris is looking it up right now. Yeah it just has a really the, the beginning of the song is fine but then the chorus comes in with a real funky bass line and it really just gets me going. I don't know what it's just it's a different kind of music that I just I just love.
1: I'll tell
3: you
0: what the dude has pretty great monthlies. 21 (laughs) million
3: wow yeah um i'm a bit obsessed with monthly listeners very
1: obsessed with monthlies
3: yeah so i wouldn't even call i mean i wouldn't even call him like you know like an indie like an indie artist because the music overall it's more pop but um
1: more underground i guess
3: yeah but i do love a good you know just I don't even know how to explain it. Just jazzy chords with a really nice bass tone. I mean, that's funky.
1: That's part of why I love Lady Gaga's art pop album. That song uh, "GUI" just has that crazy bass throughout the whole song.
3: It's good. It's good stuff. It's great stuff.
0: So, so like it's it's interesting to me because have you thought about fusing the two worlds? Because obviously Ali is, while he can do the punk rock thing really well, he has his like R and B solo project. You know, and and he's a very capable singer, not just in one genre. Right, he's very talented. All you guys, the ones that I know at least, are musically, at least with with what you listen to, all over the map. So, so I guess with that being said, like, what can you say about the future direction of Broadside?
3: Um, The future direction for Broadside's a little, excuse me, um, up in the air right now. We have been exploring a lot of different possibilities for how we want to take the next record um we've kind of, there's a few there's just a bunch of ideas i don't know i can't say <laughs> say too too much and honestly not a whole lot's going on right now because we did tour uh like six months out of the year last year so we're we're all kind of just relaxing you could use and, a breather Yeah, Ollie Ollie and his girlfriend just moved, Um, so they're kind of settling in, and Pat's back at work, and Jeff's... Oh, the other thing is, none of us live, other than Pat and I, none of us live in the same state, Um, so it's just kind of hard to get together and really flesh out ideas, but luckily we all have, you know, like Logic and Pro Tools or whatever, so
0: cool yeah I was gonna ask how you make that work but I guess you're just bouncing back sessions and and what right
3: yeah actually after I get off the this I have an email full of ideas and demos from uh, Jeff the drummer that he's been working on so uh, take a listen to those and nice just, yeah that's,
0: that's cool exciting. so it seems like it's um it's like a real collaborative collaborative effort between you guys
3: yeah at this point at this point I think it it definitely is which is nice. It's always, it's always, that's always been my favorite way to write is in a group setting. Um, that's how, that's how Coyote Theory did it. We, we would get together and one of us would just start, you know, riffing some chords, and we would just start building up around that. Um, the same group of guys in Coyote Theory, uh, minus the singer, we started another band that was um, just a straight rock band. Called Badland Revival. Yeah, and... you had sent
0: me that too. That's what I was originally referencing, but Coyote Theory is. Oh, was is the, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you sent me that, I think, two oh. years ago now. Okay. And that was really dope too. But when you brought up Coyote Theory, that's what initially, like, as a younger man, had uh, spoken to me, you know? <laughs> I, so. I know.
3: I specifically remember, I don't know if you'll remember this, it's very specific, but <clears throat> on the, the, I think the first time that we toured with you, uh, Oldie and Meridian, far from proper um, whoa yeah, yeah no dude they have we, uh, we um, wow. played a show in Tampa together Tampa Florida and i the skate and park? i remember yes the skate park yeah dude and I, remember, and I remember you coming up to me and i think i had showed you some of the music a couple days prior and you were you were just like what what are you doing like why are you not <laughs> why are you not doing this music um you were really fascinated by it Yeah, because it's like
0: that, but back in the, so for some reason, back in the day, I was like, very much so, I didn't understand that like, if you knew how to write a song, you could potentially write a song in any genre, I just like, it took me so long how to figure out how to write one kind of song (laughs) that was good, that I could not think of going outside of the box at all, you know, fast forward five years, look what happened, but um, so to see you do that, I was like... Wow. This is fucking crazy. You know yeah, like I it, guess. it just blew my mind, dude.
3: I guess I never really thought I mean, at this point, I think I've been in I've been in a heavy band, I've been in a you know, jazz indie band, played in a rock band, played in two punk bands now. So I just I guess I never really thought about that. You I have would... quite the
1: resume. <laughs> yeah.
0: What what is it about punk rock for you that has kept bringing you back?
3: Two things. One, it's what a lot of my friends do, so it's just it's, you know, a good way to keep connected. But honestly, the energy. I uh, after Old Again broke up, I had been approached by a couple other bands around Florida that were like similar vibes who asked if I wanted to play for them and stuff, and I just didn't want to, because I didn't I didn't think that I would want to do um, you know, the same kind of band again because we're what's the fun of that but um i love all the guys in broadside and honestly it, broadside is a completely different uh kind of music than what old again was playing it's like two <clears throat> two different uh spectrums of like the pop punk if you will they're much more mm-hmm. energetic pop with some ballads and and old again was i don't even i don't know we just wanted to play really fast so yeah that is we true play, we played we tried to play really fast and i don't I don't even really know how to explain what I don't even know what we were doing, so
1: <laughs> I mean, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, like if I was gonna if I wanted to be in a band and it wasn't you know based on what songs I can write, what songs I think people like, I would wanna be like the guitar player of a punk pop punk band because it just looks like so much fun on stage, like if there was nobody in the crowd, I'd still be having a blast. you know what I mean yeah,
3: the energy well, so the energy that the music brings out of the out of me is like. Something that's really great, but honestly, it's the energy from the crowd that keeps bringing me back. It's so fun. The The, sh- the shows are, are just so fun to be playing and having everybody, you know, climbing on top of each other and shouting all the lyrics and stage diving. And Except for when people step on my stuff. That bummed me out. <laughs> but, fair fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. But uh, no, it's good. It's fun.
1: It's fun. Yeah, punk. Punk crowds can scare me sometimes. I remember, like one of my first Warp tours, uh, had I think it was four years strong or something. Oh like, yeah. which Like they get crazy, but like there are bands that even get crazier. But I remember being like towards the back of the crowd and seeing people like, not even just uh, crowd surfing, but like being thrown in the air while crowd surfing. And I was like, yeah. Nope, no thanks, dude. That looks terrifying. But <laughs> yeah, it's definitely well, sick.
3: Did you ever go to any uh, any Meridian shows?
1: Yeah, I went to one at the Loft. That one also.
3: That was also pretty scary. Yeah, I've people, watched
1: people crowd kill and I did not want to die.
3: <laughs> people punching each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah
0: like it on was purpose. A much, it was a little much, but it was awesome at the same time. Oh, I mean, like <laughs> got, I was
1: stoked for them being like, wow, people are really into this music, but I am not getting in that pit. The worst feeling yeah. was uh, at the end of our
0: last tour, the first tour we did, you guys did the Florida shows and then some of the Georgia st- uh, shows. Our, our hometown venue at the time was a venue in Danbury, Connecticut, because the Poughkeepsie one was having some issues. Heirloom, right? Heirloom Arts Theater. Oh, and yeah. The last... R.I.P. The last breakdown of the last song, someone gets knocked out, Ugh. and I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Like The drums dropped out, but pe- some people were still like stoked, some people weren't, and I'm the one left playing, and I'm just like, what? what, what's happening? Why is everyone yelling at me to stop right now? Then I see this kid on the ground like thank god he's okay but it's just like that feeling was just yeah. like you sunk my battleship You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like it, it, yeah, it, it killed me because i was That's like i never want someone to get hurt while i'm playing music ever again yeah, really let the air because out of your the thing that makes me so happy should not do that to someone so so there are things i don't miss about punk rock what i do miss is like the uh you know the community is very strong when you're in it yes you know the camaraderies there. Bands will let you borrow gear, no problem. You don't even have to ask in advance. You, you don't even have to up. tell
1: them that their set was sick. They'll just let you borrow it.
0: And right. lastly, once I stopped being in a hardcore band, I needed to join the gym. <laughs> yeah.
1: To be honest yeah. with you, the the, the
0: Meridian set uh, kept me in good shape.
3: Yeah. Sweaty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, but I do like the new kind of music we're making. It's a bit of a, a different adjustment, but you you can still. It, it's interesting to find the same headspace of intensity for a softer kind of music. Yeah. But it's cool to get there. It's very different. I, mean, I don't sweat during these shows, but I still feel like yeah. it's a good it's a good fun performance.
3: Yeah. You'll still you'll still have kids knocking each other out at your shows to it, for sure. Oh, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so hype. It's gonna be so hype.
1: True. I'm, maybe if with anything, these, I'm uh, hoping maybe they just psych themselves up so much that they hyperventilate and pass out for like a minute. But like that's <laughs> yeah, that's just a all minute. I, I don't want anyone getting hurt. I don't uh, want to miss a song either.
3: No, it's a bummer when you see people get hurt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, man, it's it's not fun. It's really <clears> distracting.
0: But you know, um, real real quick, we don't want to keep you much longer. Um, but, yeah. But one thing that I do want to. What I want to talk about is when I think of broadside, like you said, you know, old again was in a very different section of punk rock than broadside. But to be completely honest with you, I'm not so sure broadside is one hundred percent a punk rock band agreed
3: Beca- no i would I would agree
0: you know what i mean and and <clears throat> so that's why I find it interesting that to me it's almost like when I'm dissecting things and and just like thinking about stuff, I think of it as like almost a choice that you guys are are in the punk rock world because I feel like there's so many different directions you could take that project
3: mm-hmm i agree um I know i mean obviously I wasn't there for the Beginning of broadside, but I have known them for quite some time, and they, you know, the band definitely started with the the pop punk roots in the in the pop punk scene. But I think so. That's it. it but it, Paradise as a whole brought them to a completely different style of music, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of their opinions as well. Uh, it's just we haven't. The band hasn't really been able to break out of the the pop punk scene, I guess, if you will, that we're, that we're in right now. But I think if we, if we, if we were able to tour with someone outside of our initial scene, but within the same genre, I think it would work really well.
0: Oh, totally. No, totally. And I think you guys definitely have that possibility, but I, I guess, I guess that's what all fans can look forward to is seeing where this journey takes you guys. Yeah. The progression.
3: Right. It's exciting. It's exciting for us, but I think it's definitely exciting for people following the band as well.
1: I'm excited.
0: Same, actually. Um, <laughs> me Sweet T's excited. <laughs> yeah. So, Dom. Um, with, with that being said, man, um, we're gonna we're gonna let you get out of here so you can check out those demos and uh, write some more music <laughs> yeah. for everyone to hear. With that being yeah. said, um, what can people expect from you personally, the band, and uh, just everything going forward into the new year?
3: Um, you can, for me personally can expect a lot of um stupid instagram stories on my instagram page Fortnite, uh Fortnite. <laughs> um the, the band we're we're you know figuring out our year right now so um so keep eyes keep
1: eyes on keep, the keep eyes
3: keep eyes open for sure um but yeah you can you can expect you know a good a good year for sure
1: and uh where can those open eyes find broadside and you on social medias and everything
3: oh my gosh you're really gonna test me well i'll tell you mine <laughs> first <clears throat> um you can find me on all social media at dom can't read which is d-o-m-k-a-n-t-r-e-i-d genius and uh yeah my last name is reed it's I, just... I
1: know it's that's why it's genius it's <laughs> and then, incredible and
3: then can't everyone's like what is your name and I'm like dom can't read and they're like oh but it's with a k and i said yes yeah, Kind of the joke, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> right over there. Broad, so you can find Broadside uh, on Instagram at Broadside Official, and uh, I'm really having to s- scramble to get these up real quick. Um, <laughs> no then, pressure, no pressure. It's Cool, the new get, guy. It's fine. Yeah, and you can get <laughs> Broadside. Broadside on Twitter at Broadside underscore beautiful. And I don't even think I don't even think we use Facebook, so don't bother.
0: Okay, <laughs> oh, great. Well, dude, I I gotta say, um. I really appreciate you coming on this show. I appreciate um, you having me. Yeah, dude, of course. We'd love to have you again. Absolutely. Um, but I personally think that we need to talk just a little bit more. Because this was really, I had a lot of fun. And I'm not just saying that because we're on air right now. Like I was going to call you back after the, anyways after the call and tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so, even I'm having I just having figured fun. I'd tell you now. Because I really, we've had a lot of, we've been lucky so far with a lot of good episodes. This might be my, my personal favorite right now.
3: Awesome. That's great. We I know, should we I should, had should, fun too. Well, I'm glad. I had a lot of fun. Um <clears throat> we should talk more though, uh, outside of, you know, everything. Just I'll get, you, I'll get your gamer tech. I was going to say yeah. meet up on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for real. I am really awful. You guys can lead Sweet the Sweet Tease in, he's going to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well,
0: we'll <laughs> um <clears throat> we'll play some Fortnite. But Dom, thank you again. Best of luck going forward in the new year. Cannot yes. wait to see what you guys end up doing.
3: Thanks. You too. Seriously, with this podcast and with everything that you guys got going on musically, I'm really excited. Thank you very
1: much. Bye. See ya.
3: See ya.
4: Bad dream The sun is peeking through the tall palm trees I still ain't got no money